Blog Talk Radio. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to us in a language that everybody here can easily understand. you with a lot of wrestling yes so I realize where I used to live is having issues of course we're having issues everywhere weatherwise prayers to those who are going to going through all these floods um, hearts go out to you now that doesn't mean much but anyways please welcome to the show wrestle radio Wednesday off the rails uncensored whatever you want to call it the queen of all fandoms <clears throat> WFC, TCW, WCW, WWE, the queen of all fandoms, Granny Hoekster. Well, hello, B-Train. So glad to be joining you again, my friend. Yes, dearest. I am so glad because we have much to discuss. And, uh, you know, Granny, it feels like, uh, like I said before in previous shows, history is somewhat resurfacing. And what folks do I mean by that it's been a while <laughs> since you know by not you know I'm <clears throat> repeating myself over and over again like in a fucking loop but I figure I would say this when Vince McMahon is coming out to screw people over when women are fighting and yeah I you know it's just like oh for the second week in a row Kofi Kingston presents his case I beat this guy now what? Are you going to WrestleMania? Wait a minute, folks. Hold your britches. Because he's not going to WrestleMania for the time being. And I think it's a wonderful story that these these people are building, you know, for WrestleMania. It's great. All the fans are hooked. I, you know, I ain't gonna lie. But to me, I don't know. I think that this <laughs> WrestleMania is probably going to be the first of many, or one of many, that has a lot of triple threat matches. Why do I say this? I don't know if they're going to just include Kofi Kingston and Daniel Bryan, but I do know I was happy to see the man and Charlotte, you know, ripping each other's hair out. That's my cup of tea, Eugenia says. Good Lord, woman. (laughs) Um... I was surprised last night, drained himself pretty bad, and then the... Well, I mean, that really... I mean, he did what he was asked to do. 
he was in a gauntlet match. He had to face five opponents. And if he beat those five opponents, which he did fair and square, I'll say, unlike a couple other people that got disqualified, but he beat them fair and square. He worked his butt off beating them. And then all of a sudden, Vince comes out, oh, congratulations, Kobe, you know, you're going to WrestleMania. But, oh, wait, you have to face one more opponent. And then, and only then, if you beat this opponent, you will go to WrestleMania. And who is it? It's Daniel Bryan. No surprise there. Come on, Vince, what do you got against Kofi Kingston? Good Lord. I mean, he earned his, his shot. He earned his chance. More on more than one occasion. Quit screwing him around. I don't know why you like to screw these people around, but Granny was not a happy person last night when I watched that. I kind of thought it was a twist ending. I don't know, because it's like two weeks before WrestleMania happens. So I'm trying to figure this out in my head. Like, you know... (laughs) There's been the Austin screw job, you know. There's been several screw jobs. You know, he almost screwed Becky up, but then Stephanie said, "If you win your match at Fastlane, you're involved. You will be involved. But if you lose, you will not be involved." There's a lot of questionable things the McMahons are doing. But it, Granny, are we surprised at all? I mean. Should we be surprised? Because we all know how Vince McMahon is. We all know how he thinks for the majority of the time. Now, I can't say 100% of the time I know what this man is thinking, but I've been watching wrestling long enough to know how Vince likes to screw people over. It's not any surprise there that he's still doing it. Okay, I get it. They want to build a big build-up for WrestleMania. Okay, I get that, folks. When somebody works their butt off day in, day out, week after week, month after month, year after year, like Kofi Kingston has done since he's been a part of the WWE, my God, he deserves that chance to be WWE champion. And he would be a good champion. I mean, I used to like Daniel Bryan, but I don't like this new Daniel Bryan that we have. I hate him. Don't like him. Uh, I understand, Granny. I just feel like my thing is I said to people last night, my friend was watching with me, Lady Lynn, is <clears throat> she's decided to change her name or check her decision, but she said, she goes, oh, you know, she had the same reaction. So my my take on this whole thing is that eventually he's going to find a way to get there. New Day was talking about quitting WWE on an exclusive video. It's WrestleMania. You think that someone as big a name as Kofi Kingston, who has been with the business for 11 years, there's got to be a way for him to be involved. I mean, after all, he did go through five people, and then afterwards, um, the big <laughs> dropping the bomb, which I'm not surprised. 
And people say, well, how did you know Vince was going to do that? Come on, folks. Come on, folks. It's Vince McMahon. It has been notoriously known to be the character or the guy that comes out there and says, wait, 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 you're not done yet. He's done it to he's done that to Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's done that to The Rock. He's done it to Mick Foley. Hell, he's even done it to his son-in-law, Triple H. So, to me, Granny, like I smiling because in the back of my mind, I'm thinking there's a place for Kofi Kingston. I don't know when, I don't know how, I don't know where. But I know there's a place for him. I don't know what they're going to do. I know it's a great story for them to build for WrestleMania. However, uh, from like the fans' perspective, you see like how many people were just like the deflated feeling on their faces, like in the crowd. And I'm like, well, That's uh, a heartbreaker, definitely. I mean, I know There's New no Day other... was not great. New Day was was livid, and you know they told you know. And what got me, Vince says, "Oh, New Day, if you don't get out of the ring, Coffee Kingston's going to be automatically disqualified and forfeited from his chance at WrestleMania." Well. He never had a chance, thanks to you, Vince, because you screwed him over once again. There's got to be a loophole, Granny, don't you think? I mean, I would think that think there would be a loophole. Because, let's think on it this way, shall we? How many times, okay, Daniel Bryan had the same thing where the, the authority, you know, they tried to mess with Daniel Bryan back in 2015, saying... If you do not beat Triple H or if you do not beat this person. So, eh, you know, like, you know, like father, like son-in-law. At one point in time, the authority was really putting their case together for Daniel Bryan and putting him against all these men like Randy Orton and Batista. And the same night, he had to go up against three men. So people may complain about Daniel Bryan, but folks, let me tell you. There is a certain thing called, oh, I don't know, irony, because now Daniel Bryan's the one oppressing someone else, and it's four years later, and it's around the same time that Daniel Bryan was getting screwed over. It's kind of... Oh, how do I put this? We can't really deny the fact that Daniel Bryan had to go through almost the same exact circumstances just so he could get an opportunity at a championship. But, but, granting at WrestleMania 35, because Daniel Bryan has to, the champion usually faces someone at WrestleMania normally. Quite certainly they do. And... I'm just going to tell you, it kind of just begs the question. Can we expect to crown a new champion at WrestleMania 35 at MetLife Stadium? We don't know. 
We we honestly do not know because I think all of us were just like hoping that Kofi would actually get an opportunity because it's very it's close to being almost two weeks away from WrestleMania. WrestleMania is April seventh, two thousand nineteen. So if Kofi Kingston finds a loophole saying I did what you asked me, but then you changed it. I don't know, Granny. It's kind of you don't know what goes through McMahon's head, especially seeing how speaking of the McMahon's Shane challenged the uh, Miz at Mania. I I <coughs> also know that Randy Orton and AJ Styles will be facing each other one on one. Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio for the United States Championship because. A majority of the conversation, folks, for those of you listening, thank you so much. Um, I, I gotta say, WrestleMania 35 is shaping up to be really interesting, and I hope, Granny hopes, and the rest of us hope. You guys, please, for the love of Christ, give in to what the fans want for the first time in quite a while. WrestleMania has kind of been one of those events where you're like, well, I hope it's good this year. I hope we have a good time. And then it turns into one big flopping disappointment because not only did you not give, not give us what we wanted as far as like, you know, I don't care about title changes in some instances, but dear God, man, it took almost three and a half years for Samoa Joe to win a championship. It took, Years, you know, upon years, but it actually didn't take years. Shinsuke got a strap, but it was the United States Championship. I'm going off tangent, folks, because, you know, it's Wednesday. But I'm just telling you, please give us what we want in a long, roundabout way. It made Granny happy. I wouldn't have to order a shark cage for her so that she, you know, couldn't froth and come after you folks. I don't need no shark cage. I don't need no shark cage. Just give us what we want, WWE. Give the fans what they want. Make us happy. Do our little happy dance because we get what we want to see. Don't give us a bunch of disappointments. You know, Granny, here's the fun part. I I always tell people this. They're like, well... How would you make the fans happy? It's like, well, I'm not making the money. I'm not one of their talents on their roster, but I am a fan, just like majority of us are, who have these podcasts or these YouTube shows or amazing shows like Icon Show, Attitude Air Live podcast, and Big Swing. Mad props to you too. I mean, we're fans who know what we want and we are fans who are asking you please one of the things we're asking you this is like a Christmas list early please take the title off of Brock Lesnar please 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 let that happen because I guarantee you folks even New York is getting sick of Lesnar and even okay Paul Heyman Heyman's intro, like I said, Heyman's one of the people that I 
<clears throat> look up to Weig. He's a great manager, whatever, advocate, whatever you want to call him. He's the owner, former entrepreneur, if you will, owner of ECW. Yeah. The point is, folks, if you don't give fans what they want, eventually some of well, actually, majority of the fan base is already split and left. They said, well, the last time I watched WWE programming was, they fill in the blank with the years, Granny. It's partially because you look at the programming of SmackDown Live and, and Monday Night Raw and 205 Live barely gets any attention. You look at NXT, that gets a lot of attention because that's the developmental stage the WWE superstars or trainees or athletes, guys and gals go through from the May Young Classic or the Cruiserweight Classic. There's a lot of good names out there. The question is, can you guys please follow up with what you promised us? You know, like, it, it's a request that you guys are probably laughing your asses off at Granny and me or Icon Swing or whomever, Heel Marks Podcast. I just... Whomever, you're laughing at us because, well, I don't know if you're laughing. Maybe you aren't. Because to me, okay, Baron Corbin versus Kurt Angle. I don't know how well that's going to – I have a bad feeling, Granny, about that match. I don't know why. I just do. They know that Baron Corbin's either going to put most of the majority of the people attending from MetLife to sleep. As soon as he walks out the door, you know what, I, I – I would guarantee you I see a bunch of cots and pillows in between the aisles, you know. <clears throat> and, uh, okay, what else? Give the fans what they want. They they said that the very tail end of last year in December. And not understanding. Just how you go from okay let's do this and then let's let's tweak it a little bit let's pull back and then do what we want you know everyone claims that if they're on the other side of the spectrum they respect the the the, uh, practice and the work that goes into this a bit impatient man a little bit it's nice to stretch out the fans a little bit you know with the whole Kofi Kingston thing but comes to request Granny and I please request that you allot a time for Becky Lynch to be a Raw Women's Champion. Because it's been a couple of years, almost three. Um, let's see what else. Okay. If we're making requests. Oh yes. Kofi Kingston has been at the company for eleven years. So What I'm going to tell you is Please (laughs) Granny says please to Otherwise I'm going to have to get Not just a shark cage I'm going to have to get restraints Not for me but for Granny (laughs) Surely not be trained I mean surely not I don't need restraints Well, I've I've warned, you know, other managers, you know, she, she frosts at the mouth and she sings karaoke songs as you know. No, she, I do not. Don't I, don't lie to these people, B Train. Do not lie to these fans. <laughs> I am not that way. I do sing karaoke, but not to the not to the managers, you know, and 
I mean, you know. She couldn't quite so. a sweet song. I don't know if you know this, folks, but Granny may have been not responsible, so she claims, when she handed somebody a crowbar. And uh, Hey, I didn't hand anybody a crowbar. Tommy Dreamer took my cane out of my hand, you know, so... I mean, I didn't have anybody a crowbar. At WFC, folks, why that manager, you know, said, Granny said, here, use this for opening doors, and then threw it to Mr. Rockwell, and then Rockwell used the Chavo, not Chavo Guerrero, used his uncle's move, Eddie Guerrero move. And brilliant as is, why the man that tried to say, I didn't do it, got disqualified because he put on quite a good show. I'm getting off track here, folks, but <clears throat> back to what I would say. Give the fans what we want because contractually you said we will try to do this. I know Vince wasn't too keen on that. You can tell in his voice, Granny. He wasn't too keen on the idea. I don't think he's ever been keen on giving the fans what we want. Although, you know, he, he does marvelous job of building stories and, and working with superstars and whatnot. But, Jesus Christ, five opponents, that's a pretty steep build, dude. Five opponents, he doesn't give it. Okay. So then he gives them Daniel Bryan. And if he would be Daniel Bryan, I'm pretty sure there'd be another opponent in mind, Granny. I just I just could tell you that, that even if he beat Daniel Bryan last night, Vince would say, well, I'm sorry, you didn't qualify. You beat him in a non-title match and make up some kind of cockamamie Bullshit, you know, to go along with the story, but I, I get what they're doing by extending it because it is they do have one more SmackDown Live, so that begs the question: Will you see Kofi Kingston try to earn his opportunity this time, and will he? Will you finally have enough to say I quit? I don't know. I mean, that would kind of be tempting because what do you do if you if you beat five opponents? You work really hard. It jobs the audience. Okay, yeah, you beat five people. That's pretty hard to do. I don't think any one of us could do it. I know saying, I couldn't. Like, you, I mean, that man has to be so conditioned. Like, <clears throat> it's unreal. It's unreal, folks. And how do you know it's unreal? Because Seth Rollins managed to do, you know, he was in the Raw Gauntlet match, but that was kind of hard to watch. It was very hard to watch. It was most of the show. It was almost over an hour long, which is the equivalent of an Iron Man match. The point is, I don't know how many people get to last through five superstars, including the likes of Samoa Joe, Eric Rowan, Cesaro, Sheamus, and Randy Orton. There's just a lot of question marks that go up in your brain thinking, what is the send-off before Mania? You would think that <clears throat> these guys would be willing and able to put down Kofi Kingston. No. He's not the Kofi Kingston when he entered in in 2008. Um, to me, like, Kofi's come a long way from what he uh, from what he used to be. He's a very, very resourceful superstar. He's been in a lot of matches. Um, I think it's, yeah, his first WrestleMania was 2000. 
nine, I believe, WrestleMania twenty five. And he was in a ladder match, folks. A money in the bank ladder match, and he made a lot of impact in that match. He's got an extensive resume too for Royal Rumbles. The the quick exits, no, it's the quick saves, like the the one where he hopped on the chair or the one where he literally did a handstand all the way back into the ring. Oh, and, you know, he's been United States champion. He's been tag team champion. Soon to be world heavyweight champion because I don't know about you, but Daniel Bryan's new, or the new Daniel Bryan, Captain Planet, vegan, whatever you want to call him. I have nothing against vegans, folks, just so you know. But when you make a title belt out of hemp, I'm thinking, why? And he literally can coin the phrase, Granny. You can coin the phrase, paper champion. Mm Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Because he's got hemp for a championship. Hemp was the material, folks, that our forefathers used to write the Constitution on. And Mr. Historian or telling us that we're fat and we love nachos and plastic things, yes, because plastic you can put ice and, you know, soda in or beer, whatever your preference. You can do whatever you want. And he's out here every week telling the world you guys are slobs, you guys are lazy, you guys consume so much. That's why the world is the way it is. Well, Mr. Environmentalist, as Mustafa Ali pointed out, why do you try? I thought it was funny, Granny. You drive an SUV. I do not. I drive an eco-friendly car, bullshit. Because <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> to me, like, would we want a champion that insults us? No. Would you want a champion that tells us the truth but, you know, is a part, like, feels like one of us? Like Kofi Kingston, the answer is yes. And do we have a valid, solid case as fans? Yeah. Because week after week, he's been promised, you know, your match starts now, and he did this at Fastlane. We had a handicap match against the bar. Now he had a gauntlet match, and he won, you know, he would have won, but he did not. So. I mean, I'm just saying, like, it's either – it's so up in the air right now is the feeling for WrestleMania 35, folks. Like, I really I, – I, I know what they're doing, just a tidbit. I don't know what the end result is going to be. I'm not Thank a part you. of creative. I just can guess that they're going to give the torch to Kofi. Or pass it on because honestly, dude, what does Daniel Bryan have left to prove? Let's look at this, shall we? He won the championship in 2015. He won it again off of AJ Styles. He's almost held it for half a year now. I just find it amazing how no one's been able to take that championship and just rechristen it, remake it. You know, if if Kofi wins, Green, it's going to be interesting to see what title design he's going to make. 
He's going to turn it back into the normal WWE championship. Nah, I think SmackDown Live needs a championship, like a blue strap. That'd be cool. Yeah, or, that would. You know, have unicorns on the title plates. That'd be so freaking amazing. <clears throat> Kofi's one of us because he's like Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch is one of us. We feel that we could relate to. It's been a while since we've had a wrestler that, well, we can relate to a lot of wrestlers, but there are those that have that gift that the fans can actually reach out and say, yeah, we relate to you. Yeah, cool. Kofi's one of them, Becky. Um, I don't know very many else. You know, some people are mixed. It's a mixed bag, as I like to put it. Alexa Bliss, Elias, whatever your, whatever your forte may be, it doesn't matter to me. But the point is, the longest time, folks, 11 years, that's a very, very long time to wait on an opportunity and then to get even more of an edge thrown your way because, or even more empathy because he's been there 11 years. He has never been considered to be a world champion. You know, kind of like Granny Hal, Mark Henry, but not quite because Mark Henry's bigger. Stronger. Anyway, the point is, he had a chip on his shoulder. Kofi has multiple chips on his shoulder. Yep. <clears throat> and what I mean by that, folks, is when it's like working really hard, your boss tells you to do something, you do it, and you still get fucked over. This happens everywhere. You just got to grit your teeth. Put your nose to the grindstone, as they say, and work harder. I mean, that's kind of a mental mind game that Vince is playing with Kofi. I don't know what. I mean, I'm kind of perplexed myself. I'm like, wow, they they really want to stretch the story out. I wonder how well this is going to work with this audience. Now, you know, we're so used to seeing an end result. Well, now... It's going back to the days of Attitude Era, just a little smidgen bit. Uh, There's a story, and, you know, let's say Stone Cold Steve Austin or Shawn Michaels or somebody was involved. Like when Shawn Michaels got stripped of the Intercontinental Championship, and he was told that by Gorilla Monsoon and the president that he could not wrestle, that's a different story. Kofi. Let's just say, folks. <clears throat> Kofi got screwed, as Brian Saxton constantly repeats himself, but there's no denying it. Even Corey Graves, who is an advocate for anyone that presents their case in the wrong kind of way, even he was like, wow, what do you say to this? I don't know what exactly you say to this. So what I say to this, folks, is it's that time where you get into my head even further where some things might repeat themselves in a loop, and we might have to get certain objects to calm Granny down, you know. <laughs> but we are going to get into my head because it is off the rails uncensored. So, I, if you have a small child, you are listening to my podcast. Please put earmuffs, earphones, any earplugs, and if they try to take them out, duct tape their hands to, you know, their ears. Because I promise you, some of the language you may be using is not suitable for a child. I don't have TV 14 because I'm not on TV, damn it. 
Not yet. <clears throat> Anyways, buckle up. Time to get inside the head of Google Brian Rails. Dig it. <laughs> Superstar has been screwed by Vince McMahon segment. <clears throat> There's a laundry list, folks. There's a laundry list of superstars, men, women, that have been through the ringer, literally, with Vince. Yeah, this is, you know, all story makes Vince look like the uber villain. I think Vince, you know, Granny, he's said this in many docs, you know, on the network. He said it anywhere else, that he thoroughly enjoys being the villain because it gives the audience something to look forward to. Um, <laughs> we're not looking forward to a mania without you know, Kofi Kingston not a part of it. So what I can tell you is um, there's got to be a loophole, but it's not the end for Kofi Kingston, I believe. I'm one of those annoying optimists, Granny, that sits there and says, now look, that was that night. Could be completely different. The slate could be clean. Or I don't know if Vince McMahon's going to wipe his hands of the situation. You know it's not over. We all know as fans it's not over. It can't be. So what's the next best step for Mr. Kingston? You don't give up. You don't let the devil win. Get in there and you take his tail turn it sideways, turn it some bit sideways, and you stick it straight up his candy ass. Nice little flavor there from one of the many people Vince has um, messed with over the years. You all know that style promo is the rock. Why? Because if that was me and Granny, I'd take the high road. No. If that was the one, you know, involved in this whole thing, they would say, I just beat five people, and I had a match against Daniel Bryan. I would have won, but, you know, when the odds keep stacking up against you, it's kind of hard. Yes, it is. And... Especially when, you know, you, you put forth your best effort, you put forth your best foot, and you still get the shaft. So I'm, I'm kind of wondering just how in the bluest of all hells the situation works out for anyone. Why? I'm not sure. Because, yeah, because <clears throat> if we're to think, okay, so... You don't want any heroes for us. You just told us you give us what you want. You said that we're not going to be screwed over as fans. I don't think we are just yet. 
it's it's <sighs> give or take with wrestling, I guess. I I guess we're gonna have to be the ones to say, all right, well, let's show the world. If I were Kofi Kings, let's show the world that I'm not done yet. I'm not quitting. Most people would have thrown in the towel in this kind of situation, Granny. I mean, it's it's definitely a great story. People are like, well, what do you think? I was like, look, it's hard to distinguish. Okay, who's a fan? Who who knew that? Who knew this was coming? I felt something in my gut and told my friend, Lady Lynn. I was like, um, we knew that it was going to happen because Vince doesn't want Kofi. He even said himself, I don't consider you to be championship material. <clears throat> One week of SmackDown Live, <coughs> Kofi says, what if you talk about earning things? You talk about making impact on things. Why not give me a chance? Kofi was willing to, you know, to go above and beyond. Now, if I were the one, which I'm not, I would have said, okay, show me. You have a match with fill in the blank. That'd be a fun job to have. I, you know, make the matches, be in charge. Then again, it could be a lot less fun. But the point is to give someone an opportunity and then snatch it away, don't you think that's kind of a double standard? Yeah. I do. That's like me telling, uh, or somebody telling us, by the way, you and Granny Holster are going to be on the network uh, in a couple of weeks. Get all your things ready, quit your jobs, do whatever you have to do to get here, and then when we get there... Um, no, I'm sorry. We filled in another podcast. Uh, really sorry to inform you. We wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. You and I would get to the door and be like, excuse me, I'd like to talk to whomever's in charge because we were promised. It's the same feeling, folks. Maybe not the same feeling, but it's different. It's different in the fact that if we were promised something and we actually earned and did what we were told to do, and then when we get to the door, someone says, no, no more. No, I'm just sorry. Just... Yeah, you're you're not what we're looking for. We're actually looking for this style podcast, and if it's the same style of Granny and me, you know, a former worker <clears throat> and a super fan, I'd be pissed because I'm like, wait a minute. They're the same exact format as us, but yet you're telling us, all these wonderful things you promised us, you know, the moon, the sun, and the stars, and now you're just giving us a backdrop. That'd be the same fucking feeling, folks. Imagine that. The air, the wind gets knocked out of you when you're, like, celebrating. New Day was in the ring, seeing celebrating with Kofi Kingston. I get it. I get it. I understand some of the, well, you know, supposedly you're building it to that point. I I get that. I worked on the other side of the spectrum, does not make me an expert, does not clarify me as one. But I would just like to, you know, point out, you do that with this style audience, you know, it's it's like a mixed bag. You you get a reaction, okay, well, as long as, you, as you're told in wrestling, as long as you get a reaction, you've done your job right. Well, <clears throat> Granny... I don't know about 
you, but it's been a while since we've had this style of story, this style of build before a WrestleMania, before a major pay-per-view. It's been a minute. Yeah. You're right. Uh, you know, because they, they didn't drag this out because they did this with Stone Cold Steve Austin. They didn't have him in a gauntlet match of any sorts. No. But I know that, But you know, when Mike Tyson came around and it was a huge deal, folks. It's kind of like Ronda Rousey, <laughs> except for Mike Tyson didn't stay as long. Point is, Stone Cold Steve Austin been getting screwed over by D-Generation X back in the day. And so, finally, when things come to a head, when there's supposed to be a resolution, Stone Cold Steve Austin made history, folks, and some may argue what started the Attitude Era, what did not. I believe it was when Stone Cold Steve Austin delivered the stunner at WrestleMania 14 to Shawn Michaels, and you know, they're like, well, I think the X started, yes, the X were the catalyst for it. But Vince came on the air at one point saying, we're going to change the way we do things. We're going to start off with a little more attitude. Imagine that. The catalyst for Attitude Era, you know, Vince is the brainchild behind certain things. Hunter's the brainchild behind NXT. But I must tell you, folks, there are certain things that I will forever be grateful for, and that is somebody who can give us hope, somebody who can give Granny and I the absolute best chance in the world as fans. Not you know that we're not going to change our daily lives over King, Kofi Kingston losing, but give us a prayer, give us hope, give us light, because we're tired of hearing we're slobs, we're fat, we don't treat the environment right, we don't recycle, recycling kills uh, whales, you know. I'm thinking the whole time, Granny, well, if we kill whales, why is there one big fat one standing right next to you? That's right. You know, he wants to talk about the fans, I get it. You're inciting the fans. You're getting a reaction and all this, blah, blah. I just, for me, you can insult certain folk. But enough is enough. And in the immortal words of the late, great Owen Hart, it's time for a change. Yes, it is. Because six months of you guys are... Ignorant, stupid You guys eat from the concession stand Well, I'm sorry, I don't want to starve I, You know, I could eat at a restaurant And I've eaten, I can say this I have eaten at a vegan place before Does not make me a vegan? No Does it make me feel bad? No But I tell you this At WrestleMania 35 I believe, folks I'm an optimist, an annoying one at that that Kofi Kingston is not done. And I've repeated this in a loop. Like I said, I warn you, it's stuff's going to repeat in a loop. It will happen. It's going to be so much fun, Granny, to attend this event, but I'm going to tell you right now, I hope and I pray that certain things happen. Um, if they don't, so be it, whatever. It's not a waste of money because WrestleMania is so much fun. 
it is a lot of fun just to attend be there and see the stuff we don't see anymore, Granny, which is pyro. <laughs> Not just pyro, but uh, you know, I wonder what the set setup's going to look at, uh, look like. Um, the autograph signing sessions at WrestleCon or at Access. Uh, the people you see at MCU Park, wherever you have autograph signings. It's going to be a lot of fun, folks. But the main focus are three elements, actually four. Women's Tag Team Championships. Uh, Beth Phoenix comes out of retirement. That's awesome. Um, Bailey and Sasha, they did defend against the Iconics, but I don't know. It's probably going to be a huge, huge match for those titles. If Natalia and Beth are going to be a team... Bailey and Sasha, obviously, the Iconics, and I don't know who else. But I do know one thing. Miss Bliss is hosting WrestleMania, and so are those two from Saturday Night Live. See, that's sad. I'm from New York, Granny, and I don't know those two's names. Josh something, and I've lost track of SNL, folks. I'm not saying that it's a bad show, but I I used to watch it in the good old days when actual hosts, if it were Adam Sandler, or David Spade hosting WrestleMania? Cool. Those are SNL guys I know. I know Keenan and Kel. And I know a few other people. But the point is, there's going to be awesome hosts of WrestleMania. There's going to be awesome moments. One of those awesome moments better be a man defeating Charlotte at Ronda Rousey. <clears throat> For the simple fact that you know, Ronda Rousey's gone off tangent granny about fans as well. I'm like, are you trying to steal a page from Captain Planet? I mean, Mr. Planetary, I, Mr. Environment. Oh, wait, wait. The new Daniel Bryan. There we go. So, <clears throat> I don't mind. So, yes, there's a lot of, there's a lot on our plate, folks, for wrestling fans, for us to do, for us to discuss. And the AEW will be on uh, CW. And yes, I mentioned AEW during this podcast because I don't care. It's not like someone's going to come to my house and arrest me for mentioning a wrestling. Because one person was messaging me, don't you think if you want to be a part of the company, you wouldn't mention the competition? And I'm like, how are they competition? How are they competition? Well, dudes, I mean, they do have some names formerly of WWE, but they're not going by Ty Dillinger. They're not going by Ambrose isn't confirmed yet, man. I don't know. All I know is I'm just going to turn it on. Granny's probably going to take interest in it, too, because it's new wrestling. It's got not only Chris Jericho, but it's got Kenny Omega, Cody Rhodes, the Young Bucks, the Briscoes. A plethora of stars, Johnny Mundo, or Johnny Impact. There's a lot on her plate, folks, as far as professional wrestling goes, so please don't take this the wrong way, but I don't I don't pertain to just discussing WWE. I could go around and around in circles and discuss with you what I think is going to happen, but, you know... It's practically every show. So, um, what do I have left to say to you? Okay. Ah, uh, yes. 
I'm the annoying optimist who believes that there are good things that come to those who work their asses off. And Kofi Kingston is one of them, Granny. I agree. Because, like I said, I use the analogy, it'd be like if Granny and I were to be hired on as a part of the network, you know, a panel or whatever, and then we get told, oh, no, 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 you're not part of the panel because we mistook you for another podcast. We would sit there looking confused because, you know, you told us, hey, you're now hired, you did everything we asked of you, but at the last second, pull the plug. That's the feeling they were trying to give the fans watching SmackDown Live, the the drained look on the the expressions, the facial expressions on all the fans' faces. It spoke a thousand or more words. I mean, you know, he, I mean, he almost, I mean, on two or three different occasions, he almost had Daniel Bryant pinned last night. And, I mean, the the facial expressions of this one guy, I mean, he was like, his mouth had dropped wide open and threw his hands up and they were like, oh my God, you know, I mean, you know, because he, he had the two count and he was going for the number three and all of a sudden Daniel Bryan kicked out, you know, and was, you just hear the, oh, in the crowd, you know, I mean, it was amazing. And, but you're right because, I mean, if you tell me something that, you're going to do something for me or you want me to to do something and then all of a sudden you come back and say, oh, I'm sorry, but this isn't going to work. I mean, you're, you're not what we're looking for like you were talking about. You know, don't lie to me. I mean, if you make a promise to me, you know, and I, I've had that situation where people have told me something and then have not followed through. Through, I have been screwed over. I mean, and and anybody that knows me knows that I have a very caring heart. And I mean, this was just a personal experience for me that I helped some friends out. You know, I I was doing a good thing, but. And they put it in writing that they were going to pay me back and because I was basically letting them live in my house for five months, okay? I paid the house payment. I paid the utilities. And they said once they, her husband got his disability, they would pay me back the amount of money. We had it totaled out. Well, I didn't get my money. I got a little bit almost nine months later, but it wasn't the full amount that I was, that we had agreed on in writing. And then, lo and behold, after they moved out, which I know they didn't have anything to do with this. I'm pretty sure that they didn't. I'm pretty sure it was somebody that knew them got that got mad at them for whatever reason. But somebody broke into my house during the day while I was at work. You know? And since then, since since that time, I have kind of learned to um, be cautious of who I help. Now, I now granted, Granny hasn't quit helping people. I mean, I help people as much as I can, as much as I am allowed to. I, I, I do what I can to help people that I care about. But it was a very hard first, 
a very hard lesson for me to learn, you know, don't be so trusting. You know, you tell me something, you best do what you say you're going to do. Because if you don't, then Granny's going to be a little upset. So. Oh, Anthony just says we must have, we might have to bust the Thunderdome cage out, fans. You know, my son Anthony is with me today, and yeah, bust the Thunderdome cage out. Where where did that come from? Halloween Havoc '89. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Little wrestling history there for you, fans. Thanks to my son Anthony Watkins. Yeah. Anthony loves being on the show with us, B-Train. He loves when he gets to be on the show with us. I know, it's great, because then we might finally be able to convince Granny to get a Granny Villain shirt, or a Granny Hollywood, or... You're already, he's doing the villain sign, B-Train. He's doing the villain sign in my car. <laughs> you know, like... I would say, though, the best possibility is... You know, like, anyways, aside from all that, because we get back to the wrestling talk, folks, of course. If you would like to, you know, I haven't done this in forever. If you would like to attend a wrestling school that is worthwhile and amazing, it's the number one school in the world, go to monsterfactory.org, sign up today, invest in yourself, make your dreams come true. Super Camp will be May 24th and May 25th. If you have any questions, seek out answers from MonsterFactoryTV at gmail.com. The number is located on the website directly. If you would like to join the network for WWE, you must have a valid username and password. And your first month is free, folks, so you get all the access to the pay-per-views you missed last year. And including more than WWE, you get PWG, Progress Wrestling, ICW, you get CZW, you get ECW, you get several things, the Monday Night Wars, and it's for your first month free, it is $9.99. You can get a preloaded card at your local GameStop, Dollar General, Best Buy, 7-Eleven, and Walmart. So if you don't want to do that option, folks, you can get, you have to have a valid username and password and a valid debit card or credit card. Link to your account. If you have trouble making payments, there's a lot of information you can type in a search engine. So join the network, folks, and be happy. If you want to fight the good fight against cancer, so there are several websites that you can go through. You can go to makeawish.com. If you like wrestling and fighting and kicking cancer's ass, wrestling for a cause. For more information, contact Granny Hulkster. And it will show up in parentheses where her real name is Lori Burt. For more information regarding those questions you may have for wrestling for a cause, we're going to be more than happy to answer your questions, folks. Cancer sucks. Punch it square in the mouth. Kick it straight in the ass. And let's fight for the cures. All right, folks, that does it for the advertising. And I also get them connected with the founder of Wrestling for a Cause, Tim Rockwell, too, so... And it's an amazing organization, folks. Trust me. I've been to a few events. Granny's been to several. Um, I was there to fight for Emma. I believe uh, Cure for, uh, Connor or whatever is coming up soon as well. April so, 20th at Claremore, Hometown Hero 6. 
Okay. Like I said, folks, you know, cancer is, it sucks. But if you, if you're going to fight for someone, just, just remember, like I said, if you like wrestling, if you like fighting for a cause, you know, you can talk, contact Tim Rockwell, the founder of WFC, or you can talk, contact Granny Holster, anybody affiliated with uh, wrestling for a cause. They'll be glad to answer all your questions. So, that does it for the advertisements. I haven't done it forever And yes I know I didn't do a Smackdown live review But you know me I run backwards sometimes So Anyways folks um, I Believe that's all I have for today Other than you know My closing thoughts are Be an optimist Don't be you know defeatist Because you guys don't know Kofi's not done yet I, I have a strong feeling not done yet. It's not over with yet. Kofi, Kofi, may have lost, Kofi may have lost this battle, but he's not going to lose the war, fans. I've got faith in Kofi Kingston. He's not a quitter. He's a fighter. He's a true fighter, and he deserves every chance he gets to become the new WWE champion. I completely agree. So, that being said, enough repeating myself on a loop. If you didn't believe in what I had to say or didn't like what I had to say, uh, Brian Wales, that is, I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. Granny. And if you didn't like what Granny Holster had to say today, what you going to do when Granny Holster goes crazy on you? Talk to you later, toodles, bitches. Look in my eyes, what do you see? The cost of something I would see.